Hello, my name is Leanne Lynch. I live my life using the tools in my work as a psychotherapist and the messages from my soul. Welcome to My Soul Called Life. Hello, this is Leanne Lynch and welcome to my podcast, My Soul Called Life. I am here with the beautiful Nicola Leyland and I have the honour and the privilege of hearing Nicola's story. And myself and Nicola have worked together uh, in a therapeutic sense um, for since about 2020, Nicola, is that right? Absolutely. Beginning of the pandemic. The beginning of the pandemic. Yes. And uh, and yeah, I've been walking alongside Nicola and um, in her amazing, amazing uh, journey. And she has offered this um, wonderful opportunity for us to really listen to and to hear and find out what it's like to um, to be supported, I suppose, or to take that leap into into therapy. Um, and I really want to thank you so much for, for your courage and your openness and your willingness to share this with me and to record this and for other people to hear about it. So thank you. And I also want to say uh, Nicola is also a wonderful friend, too. So uh, I really want to put that out there, too. Thank you. So, Nicola, it was it was my program, my offering. It was a six month offering and it was called journey back to you and um, so you so this seemed to appeal to you this this offering well yeah absolutely yes exactly it was um I mean I literally can't remember what it was the wording of it the sense of who you were I quite like group things and it was set up as a group program there weren't many of us on it but it was set up as a group program um it just looked it just invited me in Yes. Yeah, so, and the journey back to you, I suppose, my own intention around this was um, was to bring awareness to different topics of of what our body, the messages that our body is bringing to us and and timing as well. You know, I've t- I think I've spoken about timing around uh, in, in my other podcast, but the timing of this was quite significant because this was just before the pandemic. This we started in the March and we ended in the September, I think and the August or the September. So how significant to to run this journey back to you during like, you know, <laughs> an incredibly chaotic time for the whole world. Yeah, but from my point of view, it wasn't chaotic. It was it was a really eerie time in lots of ways. I was working as a dog walker, which I still do, but all the roads were empty and all the fields were empty at the beginning it got busier and busier but it was a very odd period of time that there was a I was walking around places that I had grown up in but there was no traffic there was a certain reminiscence to childhood and our first three months or so it was I was immersed in my teen years and I was having a real weird reflection back to my growing up period 
and the pandemic aided that your course and the pandemic both kind of contributed something to a sense of going back in time yeah wow it's it's a uh, it's really interesting what you're saying because you know i think situations invite us to to really reflect on the past and it brings up whatever is relevant or significant or is ready you know this again the timing of what is ready to heal or what is ready to believe to be released um and i suppose the journey back to you just allowed that you know opportunity and or the invitation to really look at what was ready to come up for you and that teenage years was the beginning of that was it and what were i suppose i was interested was it the teenage teenage years throughout it all or was it just the, the beginning of the this initiation i suppose yeah i've gone in the last two years that i've been working with you i've done my entire life history but it did start with the teens and it seemed incredibly important i had to go and be kind to my teen girl i had to go and do lots of work around her because i'd kind of built up a lot of shame and um uncomfortable emotions around who i was as a teen and i mean it's funny now because actually i'm tempted to go back to my teens again you know because we we we're only semi formed in our teens and i think i I think I behaved in ways that I really wouldn't like now and and I had I just I was so uncomfortable at who who I was then so I needed to go and look at it um but no since then I've gone further back in time right to birth actually and back into my 20s and 30s so all of it you know we've we've covered all of it yeah it's an, it's a really amazing what what um you know how you express that that looking back um during different periods of our time and seeing them with um with really hurt eyes or with with judgments that shame that we have for ourselves and you know um i remember your your journey is your journey specifically was around bringing compassion was really connecting to that cat compassion and that empathy and the understanding and and the courage you had to really look under every single rock that was there you know to to really bring compassion and to see yourself in a completely different way um just brought so much freedom and healing in for you nicola am i right to say that oh yeah completely completely leanne and it's been a combination of achieving freedom and healing and also just going through utter agony <laughs> you know just so much pain so much pain it was like i honestly didn't think i would get to a place where i could look at myself calmly and compassionately and kindly and yet i do so now i look at myself so kindly but i've had to look into every year of my life and so many important events and turn them around and say to myself you know you did what you did at the time but let's you know you did your best you could at the time there were so many reasons that you were behaving like that and now you know objectively we can look back and say well goodness me it wasn't a very respectable child you know youth period but it was made by the environment and made by my interactions with the environment and it's given me something to work with you know it's given me a lot to work with um and i can be really compassionate to other people 
who may have behaved in ways that they wished they hadn't. And you, you know, but you did and you didn't mean it and it doesn't need to haunt you forever. You know, these little unkindnesses to friends or getting drunk and sleeping with men that you shouldn't. And, you know, just, I don't know. It was just, it was a quite irresponsible life that I think I've moved on so much from that I can hardly recognize that person. Mm. Yeah, and how much the shame blocks us from really um, understanding the reasons and and the pain. I think that's what it, you know, maybe that shame was also a protection because when you, you delve into these parts of yourself, there is pain underneath that. There, there's pain behind our behaviours and to feel that pain and the trauma around that is part of the healing part, to bring compassion because when we feel that pain and I think you know I really love what you're saying because it's true feeling that pain that's probably been there a long time that allows us to really connect with compassion for other people as we see how other people behave because it's so similar to how I behave but in understanding my actions because it stems from pain really connects me to that compassion within myself and to others absolutely what you said there yeah i completely agree with you yeah yeah yeah. and i think compassion really has stood out for me the theme in your healing the compassion for yourself compassion for others as well and and you know i i suppose i'm saying this because i know but how did your journey impact your life and impact your your family as a whole so the journey of recovery has impacted my life just remarkably I just I was just thinking about it a week or so ago how for the first time in my life I feel like I'm living without mental health problems and so the last two years have really been that journey of addressing my mental health problems Um, although I may not have seen it as clearly as that at the time it's been a great reckoning it's been a really, really great reckoning. It's been allowing me to express loads of emotion. I mean, you've had the patience of a saint and allowed me to express so much emotion so many times and seemingly going over the same subjects endlessly. Um, and yet it's brought me finally to a place of, yeah, loving compassion to myself, a real ability to be loving and compassionate. So everyone in my vicinity, you know, particularly my children, um, you know, but also, you know, my ex-husband and friends. I just, I approach the world very differently now. And it's because I'm so healed. And I honestly think that for me, the mental health issues are from very, very early childhood. You know, I think I was born into a family that didn't really get me. You know, I was a bit energetic and a bit um, chaotic And it was the opposite of what my mum wanted. You know, she wanted a neat and tidy and quiet child. And that's not what she got. So she kind of rejected me. And she definitely sowed the seeds of mental ill health at a very, very early age. And that's gone on. And I'm 52. And suddenly at 52, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I feel like I might be healthy. (laughs) It wasn't me. It wasn't me. There was not. And again, it's that, you know, the internalize what we internalize from a very young age when we are dealing with intergenerational trauma as well, you know, and cultural trauma, trying to fit into culture, trying to fit into society and how uh, parts of ourselves, I, I suppose, become 
full of shame are denied because we don't fit into the expectations of others or we internalize someone else's trauma um, or we're parented from a place of trauma again because when from that place are we're not seen for who we actually are but who we kind of should be or who we're wanted to be and how painful that is that that becomes our inner dialogue with ourselves you know and the unraveling i think that's what what you know you're you just you were just so amazing to work with because you just unraveled and looked under everywhere and cleared out everything so you could connect back to who you actually are which is this natural compassionate empathic person and very sensitive and very in tune because this is who you are who you actually are but in order to get to that place there was a lot of a lot of um deconditioning or deconstructing and and feeling into a lot of pain of what was just inside which was wasn't actually who you were or who you actually are it wasn't yours and i think that that was you know just such a privilege to see your your courage and to look into you know looking into that shameful part of ourselves you know really digging deep into what those protective places and feeling into all of that to you know your desire to feel better in yourself i think was um yeah although actually it's funny because i don't think i knew the path you know i didn't realize what healing would look like or feel like and i didn't really know that i was en route to feeling better i was just exploring and following, you know, an intuitive path to follow you and to listen to you and to actually be listened by you so many times and so much. Um, I had no idea a year ago or two years ago what it would feel like to be mentally healthy because I'd never experienced it before. And, and what it is is an integrity. It's a sense of feeling in tune with myself. Um which I now feel, and I just feel very settled in who I am. Um, I feel that uh, the, the experience was so unexpected in so many ways. I've done, you know, lots, and I still do, various courses in this, that, and the other. Um, but it's, you know, healing is something truly unexpected, and discovering who you really are is just incredible. Um, and it's so nice. It's so rewarding because like you say, it feels, it just feels right. And it wasn't really my fault. I can take responsibility for the past because I don't mind taking responsibility for it. I'm not ashamed of it now. Um, but equally, I know that I didn't react in my truest self because I was reacting, not acting. I was reacting to the situations around me. You know, I wasn't comfortable at school. school. I wasn't comfortable at home. Society wasn't my shape at all because I am quite a free spirit and quite a hippie-like character. I didn't really want to use that word, but, you know, um, I, I just don't feel that the society we've created is one that I'm proud of or that I fit into terribly well. So, you know, I didn't feel met and I still don't feel met by society and that's completely fine because now I'm strong enough to stand tall and to not worry so much about what society looks like. Um, anyway, there's a ramble. <laughs> <laughs> but you're really passionate about this, Nicola. 
Yes. <laughs> and, and yeah. you know, it's because we carried our we carried our relationship through WhatsApp, through audio messages and through um, and through Zoom. So it, we didn't do it didn't look like the standard therapy, um, you know, meeting once a week. You know, because that's that's one of the things that I am very passionate about is someone's timing around something as well. And what that and listening to the inner call of when someone is ready to actually when a client is actually ready to to release something or to heal something. And so we we tailor made these packages to to suit your needs, Nicola, too, didn't we? And it was, you know, I love what you're saying that. Uh, <laughs> You know, sometimes you were repeating yourself and going over and it felt like that. And sometimes it does feel like that because you're going back over the same thing. Uh, but there's different angles and there's um, a different part needs to be heard. And sometimes it still needs to be repeated uh, until until it dissolves, you know, because there's a, if there's a lot of pain or if there's a lot of energy behind it, it needs to be said to be heard, especially when something has not been heard and is there for a long, long time or hasn't been heard by someone who is really significant to us as well. So that need to be seen, to be heard, to be understood, you know, to really, really delve into that, that place until until it neutralizes, until the energy behind it is neutralized, which does actually happen. And sometimes, you know, I remember going to therapy myself and spending two years, I was going in two years talking about the same topic. And I was like, am I ever going to get over this? Am I ever going to move on? Am I ever going to feel like I don't need to talk about this? And it did actually happen. But yeah. there is that sense, oh, maybe that person is bored of listening to that, or maybe they want me to, they don't want me to hear this anymore, or maybe I shouldn't be talking about that. And that is so normal as well. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. need, the importance and the need to speak about something until it no longer needs to be spoken. And for me, you know, the, the sheer, I think, bliss of finding someone who could meet that you know, because it was, you know, there's something so special about finding the right therapist. And you obviously were 100% right for me in that you could just let me be and you could just be really reassuring about, yes, you can say that. Yes, you can say that. And yes, I know you said it before, but yes, you can say it. And you just let me. So it's this freedom you gave me to express myself, which I've completely internalized now. And due to, you know, my children and to other people in my life, it's that, yes, you can be you yes you can be you that complete you know freedom to let other people be what they need to be you've given me that and changed who I am and it's just so it's incredible and and really um it's really life-changing and it's I just wonder how you know how it came to be that it was us you know that I found you and you know it's the chance of that happening so you know, it's so unlikely and you ended up being affordable so that I could have afford to come to you, but also so flexible in letting me have a month on, a month off, you know, weeks when I talked loads and then weeks when I didn't. Um, and we just kept this, you know, intermittent relationship over two years that suited me 100%. And it's, you know, I just feel so thankful that that f for you, for setting up that original course and also for offering such a flexible and being exactly the right person to meet my needs, which is just amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. And I, I, yeah, I love that because 
when you internalize that within yourself, like um, that relationship, the allowing that you can give yourself permission or allow yourself to just be completely you, that 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 just ripples out to to the world around you, not only to your children, but it does change that family dynamic because you bring freedom to yourself and then freedom to your kids and the allowing them to be who they want to be or to say what they need to say and and uh, and to other people out in the world. So it really has that uh, it's a very powerful and profound impact, not only on you, but on on other people in your circle as well and how they internalize that as well, that safety within you, Nicola, how that they, they begin to internalize that a little bit in themselves too. Mm. Um, so it's amazing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a, a fabulous, really fabulous, I really just feel so honored to know you and to have walked with you and um, to, to call you my friend too, Nicola, because you know, it's never one-sided because I learned so much from you as well. Um, but I do want to add another part is um, in understanding yourself. I think this was a crucial part of my own journey in understanding who I am and my sensitivities. I also learned how to support myself rather than shame myself into uh, not being able to do certain stuff because I'm highly sensitive and I really pick up um, a lot of sensitivities and I get overwhelmed quite easily. Uh, and in the past, I myself would have felt shame about who I am, but now I'm able to actually really rejoice and celebrate who I am and support myself because of that. And then I feel so much better. And that was that part of your journey as well. Yeah. And that's probably been a very recent part of it. I would say probably the last six months of really brought me on a long way with that. So I've got a diagnosis of ADHD and I tend to live in a very chaotic surroundings. You know, my, my living room, my bedroom, my kitchen, my house, you know, it's not exactly smart and neat and clean. It's always quite chaotic. And that has brought masses of shame over the years you know, because there's this cultural expectation that you make your house beautiful and that you live in a nice, and obviously I'd love my house to be beautiful, but only if someone else did it, because it's not within my power to do it. And I think reaching a level of, this is okay, because this is me. And actually what I do a lot of is going out. So I go out and do a lot of walking and then I'm surrounded by nature. Or I go and sit in the cafe to do some writing or some work. And then I'm surrounded by someone else's clean space. Because I find it so hard to make my space clean and tidy, I actually leave it quite a lot because that's what that's what giving myself permission to be me looks like. You know, I, I, I expect when I don't have children and when I'm, you know, when I'm really, really rolling in money, I'll have a cleaner, they'll tidy up after me and the house will be amazing. <laughs> and until that happens, Nicola, you have found ways to be acceptance of who you are, but also to have your needs met too. Yeah, precisely. I have to accept who I am. I have to accept that I live like this because this is my ability, mm -hmm. you know, and again, it's not my fault. And it, and whatever created that, you know, whether the ADHD was created by life circumstance or whether I was born with it or however it worked, I'm not really going to sit around and fight it anymore because it's come with loads of creativity. It's come with imagination. It's come with you know, positive as well as 
challenges and it is who I am and so my challenges are you know yes I'm you know I am messy it is messy it is chaotic but also I'm creative and I can make films and I can write and so this is what I look like and so my daughter's also you know a real of different character traits and that's fine you know it's this combination of you're just so good at some things and you're incredibly awful at some things but there you go that's your package you know uh, yeah, it's just amazing just to hear you talking about this because it's like, yeah, this is who I am. I have this and I have this, but I'm this and I'm this. And you know what? Yeah, I just yes. love it, Nicola. Just the freedom to say that. And again, it's like, you know, sometimes it is about, you know, um, breaking down, well, what is mine? What is my values? What do I need? What makes me feel good? Or am I just internalizing something else from the outside or what it's supposed to look like? You know, and I think you're you're doing that, you know, because parts of you would like neat and tidy, but not with the pressure of that cultural expectation mm -hmm. uh, and understanding your own limitations. And I don't mean limitations in a, in a bad way, but um, of what you want to do yourself, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they literally are limitations, but, you know, but I can be kind to them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Be kind to our limitations. That's so important because who can do everything? Yeah. yeah. And if none of us can do everything, then that means everyone's carrying around something that they feel bad about. Yeah. yeah. So we don't need to, do we? We can get over that and we can be like, well, you know, yes, there's stuff I'm terrible at, but actually I'm just going to be really kind to myself around that. And I'm just going to accept it, you know, and and just celebrate stuff I'm good at and celebrate that this is what life looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this is who I am. Mm. Those parts of us, that, that's well, all the human, the humanness, mm. isn't it? The humanness. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Nicola, thank you so much for having this chat with me. Um, yeah. I really appreciate your kind offer to come here and, uh, and yeah, I've just really enjoyed our journey and seeing the growth and seeing the the blossoming and the of who you are of that of really stepping out and showing the world who you actually are mm. thank you so much well thank you thank you leanne just literally for being you it's been so great to know you and to have my little ally in the world oh stop of getting embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening everybody and i'll talk to you soon